Moody Irish Guys Guide to All White Women on the Jersey Shore. What do jaded expressions and badly thought out tattoos, along with a diner outfit, all have in common? You can usually find them on old white women down the Jersey Shore. Now, if I just say that to you, right, and you're not from Jersey, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, right? But if you've been to Jersey, and more importantly, down the Jersey Shore, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So this is something that's not, like, everywhere, because I've been to a lot of diners, a lot of restaurants and stuff, and people are great to find, they're brilliant, whatever. You know, you get what you get. But there's a certain type that just exists down the Jersey Shore, and it's every place I've been they usually have one I think it's like a token thing you need someone who's who's been divorced you know made a couple of bad decisions in life and now they've gone past 50 and trying to make ends meet and they're you know working down they're a little bit contrary a little bit grumpy you know and they don't have much time for things like customer service you know if I said some customer service they'd be like what's that this mainly comes from one particular experience I was going down the Jersey Shore with my partner, just pre-pandemic, right? So it's just like right, literally right before the pandemic. I think it, it had hit, but you know, America like to pretend that like nothing was happening, and it was just a bad flu, and it seemed to be still kind of doing that. Um, but while the rest of the world is like, shut everything down, you know, run for cover, bunker down, whatever. Uh, America is just like business as usual. So we go down there, and this is like before masks, before we knew we had to wear masks all the time. And it it was like there was no reports in the state. So things are kind of quiet and kind of weary. Um, and a little bit like there wasn't a whole pile of traffic. So it was the perfect time to go down to Jersey Shore. Um, and we were a little bit more ignorant about the virus at the time. We didn't know what it was. Um, some people thought it wasn't even real. Some people still think it's not even real. So we go down the shore and we stop in at this place and I can't remember the name of it, but I know it was like a borderline, you know, Irish place. And I think they had something for uh, St. Paddy's Day. And it's Paddy, by the way, you know, as an Irish person, it's Paddy. All you Americans who say St. Paddy's Day, I don't know who that is. Okay, it's Paddy's Day. And also there's been a bunch of St. Paddy's. There's not just been one, there's been a couple of St. Patrick's and he gets confused with a bunch of things. But I'm not going to get into that. That's a whole different episode. So we get down there and, you know, you're going down the shore. It's a really nice experience if you're ever here. You know, it can be daunting. But, like, when you actually get down there, it's fine. It's like on the way down there, it's just gridlock. And it's fast, angry gridlock, which is like people are honking and standing on their horns to get past you to go nowhere because you get, like, a car space ahead and there's still a ring of traffic. But everyone just feels the need to stand on the on, on, on their blowers, on, on their on their car horns they're, they're honking their horns to get fucking nowhere so we get down there and it's, it's a beautiful day we go on a boardwalk and just kind of common threads of this exact stereotype of woman you know of this older lady um who made some choice decisions you know and is regretting it that rolled across her forehead and you know we we get hungry after a while so you know like let's go let's go eat some right so we go down to Point Pleasant, I think it was, and then we went like the next town over or something. I'm not probably best that I don't remember exactly where it is because you know I don't want to be talking shit about anyone's restaurant. So we get in and it's like one of those places where it's midday, 
It's a bar at night time. It's like the restaurant during the day. And everyone and their family is there. Place is pretty packed. We get a table. Lady brings us over. She's already kind of looking tired. Like my existence has just really worn her out. I haven't even opened my mouth for yet. So me being the unfortunate Irish patty that I am, I ordered like a tuna melt. You know, it turned out it was an open sandwich. And again, that's something else we can unpack. Um, but so, you know, like in Ireland, if I order a, a tuna melt, it's usually on like a ciabatta bread or like some kind of like a panini type thing. And it's just in a press. And there's like a layer of tuna, maybe a tomato, some lettuce and onions. Right. And that's usually it, you know, tuna, tuna mayo or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, man, that seems really good. So we call the lady over. She comes over to us. And as she comes over, she has this expression on her face as she speaks, like, every word that she's saying, she's in the middle of passing a kidney stone. She, she looks strained to be there, okay? And, like, she just kind of hums and haws at us rather than actually say words, you know? Like, And I, I think she opened with, what do you want? Which is just, you know... It's not great, like when you come in and just like, what do you want? Which, you know, I, I've worked in customer service. So I know what that's like. To, so I give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't think she's like a bad person per se. So I ordered this tuna melt anyway. So it turns out it's a thing that is almost, you know, unique to America. As in, it's an open sandwich, right? So basically what that means is the sandwich is packed with everything bar the kitchen sink and not only that it's so big they give you a knife and fork to eat it it takes up a whole plate and then of course they do the american thing that you just have to do is they put cheese on cheese on cheese on some more cheese this thing takes up a whole plate and i asked for fries or because i'm expecting a small sandwich it takes up a whole damn plate it's inedible like, I, like, if I want a sandwich, I want to be able to pick it up my hand, throw it in my mouth, eat, eat my fries, bullshit with my friends, pay you and leave, right? This took brain power, right, to eat this thing. It was like, how the fuck do I eat this? Like, how, how, how do I do it? Like, I, I had to think about it. Like, do I try picking it up? And then I try to pick it up. The whole thing falls apart. And I'm like, well, I've got to use a knife and fork, I guess. So I'm just, like, picking at it with my fork. And I say to my partner, I'm like, what the fuck is this? She's like, it's an open sandwich on rye bread. I'm like, this, this isn't a sandwich. This is not what a sandwich is. Okay, a sandwich is something I can just pick up and put in my mouth. This, this is a tuna concoction. No, a, a tuna aberration on a plate of bread it's trying to be smothered with cheese. And there's so many variations of cheese. It's, it's like some kind of non-existent country's flag. That's what it looks like. She's like, right, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll change it for you. And I'm like, no, don't don't change it, okay? Just And, and I'm a dude, so I, I get angry at her because I'm, I'm angry at America. And, and I don't want her to change the dish. Like, to ask the person to, can you fix this? Because that's just rude in Ireland. But I want her to know that I blame her for everything wrong with America's food industry. It's your fault. I'm going to take it out on you. And it's Americans need to know how to make a sandwich. This is not a sandwich. Because, you know, I'm the 
and result of toxic masculinity. And that's, that's what we do rather than just, you know, ask the person. But that lady already looked like she had this, she looked constipated. I don't, I don't want to bother. So she comes over, I guess, and she, she says, you know, can you, can you swap the sandwich? She like just drops both of her arms to her side. You know, like a kid when you ask him to go do the dishes and he's like, and she like saunters off, right? So the sandwich situation was sorted. But the saga of this lady was not yet over and done with. When I get into a a restaurant, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit weird. I like to get coffee first, right? I like to sip away in a coffee while I'm waiting for my food. I usually order a soda with that, right? So I'll drink the soda and... I'll sip away in the coffee, like one after another, right? So naturally enough, I got to pee. So in Ireland, if you're going to go to the bathroom, you ask, you know, where's the toilet? That's the polite way. You know, sorry, miss, where's your toilet, right? So I think this is the same over here. Like, why would it be any different? So I go up to this lady with the constipated expression. And, and I say, sorry, miss. And she turns startled. Right, so she's at the little thing where they put them the, the cash register. And she's like, huh. you know, but it's like the huh, without making that noise. It's just that expression of somebody's approaching me. And maybe there's a little bit of COVID in there and she was just frightened of that, which I understand. Okay, but I don't think it was. I think it was just like this fucking guy again. I said, sorry, where's your toilet? And you know when you say something to your dog and you're not trying to understand, they kind of tilt their head a little bit and they're really cute. It was, she made that exact same expression just without the cute part. She was, there was no cute in it whatsoever. She just tilted her head like I was stupid. She's like, a toilet? Question mark. I'm like, yeah, where's your toilet? And she's still looking at me like as if I have two heads. And I'm, and I'm, I'm like, is it my accent? Because my accent has been diluted and by now. To like semi-American so people can understand because you do you have to change your accent when you speak to people around you because they just don't under they don't understand like the, when your accent's thick they don't understand what you're saying but also we have a different vocabulary as you can if you're already American you know and I say where's your toilet it's, you probably think that sounds silly but that's just you know so she just tilting her head at me and I, and, and I think it's because of my accent so I I try to like flatten out my accent a little bit just to say toilet and not it make it clear and she's still like and she's like are you looking for a toilet and i was like yeah as in like i'm not speaking japanese like you heard me correctly and she's i was like where is the toilet she says it's in the bathroom where else would it be and i you know this is the part where i'm starting to get confused i'm like well yeah but where is the bathroom? And she's like, it's over there. I like really kind of narky as in like get out of my face. It's over there. So, you know, I'm like, well, fuck her anyway. So I go down, use the restroom. I come back out. I sit down and I'm explaining this situation to my partner. And she says to me, yeah, it's, you know, we don't ask for a toilet here. We ask for a bathroom or a restroom. I'm like, but it's the same thing. Like, you must understand that. If someone comes ask for a toilet, you can figure that out. And obviously, I have an accent. So, you know, maybe English is my first language. 
maybe be a little bit more accommodating of that because a lot of people here is just like English is not your first language. You should learn English better. You should speak American, which I have heard that said before. You should speak American. That's insane. Nobody speaks American. It's English. But basically, she should have, you know, she should have figured out I, I needed to, to go to the bathroom, right? I'm looking for the bathroom, the place where the toilet is. I could have easily just turned up and said, hey, where's your piss powder? But I didn't. I was trying to be nice about it. I said, where's your toilet? And this lady got in a huff over it. So she tells me anyway, you know, it's a bachelor in a restaurant. So, you know, I don't say any more about it. The same exact thing happened. Again, with what I feel, I feel like there's just was one lady down the Jersey Shore that wears different uniforms, you know, and just gets more and more miserable and constipated the more she goes on. So another place, I can't remember whether it was a store or whatever, but, you know, I ask again. And this time I catch myself just before I say it. I'm just about to say toilet. I'm like, oh, uh, bathroom. Sorry, where's where's your bathroom? And she's like, oh, the restroom, you mean? So now there's this other word thrown on top of it. If English isn't your first language and you learned English and you speak it and you get by, congratulations. I, you should be so proud of yourself because this is... The, I, I grew up speaking English, as I thought, and I've only ever really spoken that language. I haven't lived in a country where I speak a different language. English is hard. It is not easy. Like, well done you. You should be proud of yourself. If you're an immigrant living here, especially in America, and you, and you figured out the language on your own, God bless you. You know, you just did real well. You should be proud of yourself. You made an achievement. So I'm at this interval where it's like, bathroom. Oh, she's like, oh, you mean restroom? As if, like, I'm too stupid to figure that out on my own. I'm like, yeah, where is it? She's like, the restroom. And she, you know... There's an exclamation mark after that. The restroom, inverted commas, is over there. So I go in and I'm in there. And while I'm in there, I'm peeing. I'm like, why is it called a restroom? Now, I haven't Googled this or anything, but like, you don't exactly go in there to rest, right? If you're in a restaurant, you're, the only thing you're resting is your sphincter as you loosen it up to try and get rid of all those crab rolls that you just ate. You don't rest. There's no resting, you know? It's like, you go into a nightclub, you're definitely not resting in there. Most people are just getting amped up. They're doing lines up the toilet bowl. That toilet seat, not toilet bowl. So why is it called a restaurant? There's no resting being done. You just most of the ones, especially down the Jersey Shore, you don't want to hang around with hang around it. I went down last night to um a place that was probably uh, this is another American thing that just baffles me. Like you had Sandy and it wiped out the Jersey Shore. Right? It wiped out like the better part of the houses and stuff. And we just had bad flooding, right? So torrential rain, floods. People, a lot of people like home damage, everything. And obviously the infrastructure wasn't here to prepare for floods. Which, you know, I get it because like you're used to certain weather patterns. Now they're starting to change and things are different. So it's like, all right, well, like, let's not, you know, let's not repeat that. Nah, no way. Not in America. In America, it's all about freedom. And the freedom to build a restaurant that is literally on water. Okay, so while I'm at this place last night, I we get like outside by the sea and there's this bridge and you know there's a lot of boats and stuff and you can sit there's a bar you can sit out and drink at and you can you know you can have food there. We went into the rest the the food part, 
you know, to sit and we're looking out at the water. And then when I look down, I realize I'm just sitting on a dock. Like, I, there's boats to the left of me. There's people gutting fish. Two guys passed in waders when I came in. You know, those waders, the things that aren't things the fisher guys wear. And I thought, oh, it's just like the team of the restaurant. No, it's because they're literally gutting fish right beside the restaurant. Because it's on a dock. So if you, if you have like an investment in something like that, just really think about the damage that could be done to that place and how much that's going to cost to insure it. You know, if the water level rises, if there's a storm, it doesn't even need to be like a tsunami. It just needs to be like, uh, not even a tidal wave. Just a couple of bad waves can knock all your windows out of that place or sink it or just any, there are so many things that could go wrong. You wouldn't do that in Ireland. Because you would never think to build something like that. Because you know, eventually, something's going to go wrong. Murphy's Law, it's going to go underwater. And your whole restaurant has gone underwater. And you just better hope that you're insured. But no, not in America. It's all about freedom. Freedom to be as stupid as you can possibly be. And now, don't get me wrong, it's a nice place. But the whole point was the toilets. And this time, I came prepared. I went up and I asked the hostess. Because apparently, here, you got hostesses, busboys... Uh, food runners and waiters and they all have different jobs and it's like wow it must be because in back home you you do everything you do all of that sometimes you're the chef too you know like they ain't gonna pay you to just do one thing so whatever you know like again we'll unpack that another day i go up to the hostess lady and i say to her and she was really nice she wasn't the you know there was one older white lady from the Jersey Shore who made some choice decisions in her 20s and is now regretting them uh, down there who was like busting tables and stuff who was a little bit more polite than you know the other ones but they just sound like sandpaper if you can picture it but sandpaper sounds like off wood and then translate that into a voice that's what these people sound like so while I'm down there I'm like can I use the restroom and she's like, yeah, it's just up the stairs to the left. And then, you know, you just climb up a small wall. You do a backflip, then take an air shuttle across and you're in there. It's one of those places where when I walked up these steps, I got, I was in the back of a store. You know, I, I'm in the back of like a place where they sell t-shirts. And then there's a bar and like a dance floor. And then there's another restaurant. And it's like the layout of it is just all over the place. So whatever, I get up there. I look into t-shirts and, and i'm like where the fuck am i i go to the bathroom right i go to this so-called restroom this place where you go to rest i get in there and it just reeks of fish and piss which are two things you don't want to go together okay it's not something you want to go together and i go to the urinal or the urinal as you guys talk because i don't want to look the rest of the place because it is filthy and i'm there and i have that awkward moment this is why it's not a place to hang around. It's not a place to rest, right? Because all I was missing was the porno music. I walk in, I'm at the urinal, and this small old white guy with big Coke bottle glasses, right, walks past me and he's going into the actual toilet itself. And he opens the door and he just makes eye contact with me. And then just as that happened, right, just as that happened, the music in the restaurant was that song Lowrider, right? If you if you know it, you know it. It's a funk song. Lowrider is playing. And the biggest black guy I had ever seen who kind of ducked into the bathroom, then walked in beside me and used the urinal 
or urinal directly beside me, which everyone knows you don't do, okay? But I wasn't going to tell him not to while I'm making eye contact with this poor old man who looks terrified. Because I'm six foot four and this guy's about six foot eight and we both have our dicks hanging out and we're both looking at him while Lowrider is playing in this restroom. Restroom is not somewhere you want to be. So that's a Moody Irish guy's guide to old white ladies down the Jersey Shore. Now, how have I figured this out? You know, how do, I, how do you navigate this? You can, one, just avoid the Jersey Shore, which I don't recommend. There's a lot of nice things down there. When you're going through the bathroom, have an American friend with you when you go into a restaurant. Just ask about these things. Right? So just be aware that they don't know what a toilet is. And if you do ask for a toilet, they're not going to move their brain in enough ways to like figure out what you just asked them. They, 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 they're too lazy to do that. Okay, so you got to explain it. So if you're foreign and you say bathroom in your country, you say toilet or whatever, just remember this. It's easy just to ask for a restroom. It's even easier just to pee at home and just avoid this whole thing because it's not worth it. And a guide to white women down the Jersey Shore. Old white women down the Jersey Shore. It's a weird jumping off point, but like it's one of those things that if you're from Jersey, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a foreigner, you also kind of get how that could be difficult. And if you're not from Jersey, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know it was like that down there. Along with some bad architectural designs and decisions. So I don't have anything set up for anyone to ask me questions or anything like that so if you're listening to this you probably already know me so go ahead and you know give me some questions because i do need it eventually i will start all that but as of right now it's just this and it's only episode one so you know give me a break okay i hope you enjoyed it have a good day stay moody stay active <laughs> if that makes any sense and we'll do this again well i'll probably do this again next week it'll be at least weekly i think um it could be twice a week who knows who knows either way stay safe stay moody and have a great day mm-hmm.